listeners. Today we have for you a tried and true fable. Yes, though it may feature people instead of critters, you can mark my words. This is a story with porpoise. Purpose. Specifically to educate children. And I've already purchased a plot of land to build a schoolhouse on. Our tale follows a mysterious gentleman, hell-bent on changing the world for the better, who arrives in a tooth-shaped, horse-drawn carriage in the sleepy little town of West Arkansas. What is it? What's the matter, child? Don't you realize it's the middle of the day? That's when I'm in my deepest REM cycle. What could it possibly be? There's a fellow in the town square who's been barking up a storm but has no one to bark to. He saw me and told me to go wake everyone up so he could tell them the news. Uh, The noobs? Girl, I don't care who's stuck in a well. This time they're staying there. Papa, he's a dentist. Oh, Oh, well, that's great news. I actually just bought this new Chevy, and it looks like it must have gotten bumped at the factory or something. I've been meaning to get it repaired. No, Papa. Not that kind of dentist. Oh? Oh, the other kind? Oh, you telling me this goon wants to hammer my Chevy? Why, I ought to give him a piece of my mind. No, Papa, not your mind. Your skull. He fixed his teeth. Fix his teeth? Oh, heavens. Well, that's perfect. Mine are all broke. That's what happens, I suppose, when you're the town drunk. Mm, It ain't easy work, but it sure is honest work. Anyway, it keeps me young. (laughs) Shucks. This dentist fella coming to town may be the first interesting thing that's happened in West Arkansas in the last, I don't know, hundred years. The only other interesting thing being perhaps the founding of our good town. Sure, and that was only interesting because of how many natives and pilgrims died in the founding. Right, when the big cornucopia of brotherly love fell on the table of togetherness during the town's first annual dinner of yearly peacefulness. And then nobody was sure how they were going to split the check, so they just went and shot each other. (sighs) An impoverished people, rich in history. Anywho, the dentist fella said I could give this away. It's a ticket for a free tooth fixin'. I figured you could have it. What? Golly gee, I don't mind if I do. Oh, oh, boy, am I giddy. Forty-odd years on this earth and two relatively normal ones, and I've yet to get a tooth job. Daughter, I am touched. Nary a worry, Papa. Consider it compensation for all the gifts I didn't get you for the birthdays you had before I was born. You are forgiven and freed. Now, get me my nice hat. Uh, No, scratch that. Just get me a pair of pants, any pants. But Papa, you never wear pants. But I'm off to the dentist. Oh, hello, sir. Still fairly empty out here in the town square, isn't it? Oh, you must be the dentist. Your tooth carriage is ornate and immaculate. Ah, hello. You must be Papa, daughter's father. Oh, nail on the head. I'm Gareth Rosenwinkel, MD, PhD, and DD, if you need a ride home later. I told her to give you a ticket for a free operation. 
Yes, I anticipate you will serve as a good example to the community of what proper dental treatment has the power to do. A walking advertisement, if you will. Oh, I apologize. I don't know if I can change jobs at the moment. I'm a tenured town drunk, and in two years I'll be able to retire. I'm looking forward to drinking for pleasure again. Sure. Well, why don't we get started on your mouth? I figured we could start outside. It's a really nice spring day. Please, sit down. Oh, oh, what a fancy recliner there. Yes, it's the temporary examination chair until I buy something less comfortable and more medieval looking. Understandable. Image is important. Uh, So how did you get into dental work? I've never heard of this queer profession of yours. Yes, though... Perhaps my profession is not as necessary and ubiquitous as yours. I aim to make it so. As you can see, I'm a traveling dentist. I've been going to town to town healing people. And I don't anticipate ceasing until all of the American South glows pearly white. Oh, indeed. What inspired you? Becoming a town drunk was a promise I made to my late mother. I'm sorry that she died. Oh, uh, what? No, 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 no. She's still around. She just isn't here yet. You? Well, I grew up far from this place in a land called Dusseldorf, Hawaii. My town was ravaged by dental plaque. Many people succumbed to cavities of the most dire degree and perished. I made a vow then and there to never let another soul have to endure the sort of pain that my people did. I lost everyone I knew to tooth decay. My family, my friends, my pets, and even people who I hadn't met yet, but who I had read about in magazines. This is my way to change the world. That's extremely noble of you. I like to think so. So, do you be able to make me better after my many, many, many years of drinking? I like to think so. Now, why don't you open up so we can see exactly what we're working with here? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, well, it all started when my father abandoned me. Then I was adopted, and my adopted father also abandoned me. And then I spent the rest of my life trying to get a father figure, so that's why I started drinking. Now I don't exercise regularly, keep drinking, and that's how I maintain my father figure. Well, I'm happy you were able to turn tragedy into a career, but I mean to open your mouth. Oh, all right, right, sure, yeah, my bad. Mother of Pearl! Now that is catastrophic. Looks as if lightning struck a cemetery. Like your teeth in this metaphor would be the tombstones. All spread apart and some of them... Torn asunder by the storm. Also, it smells like a cemetery. Specifically, if all the bodies had been unburied and left to rot out in the hot sun. So, my pre-diagnosis for you is certainly, um, let's see, uh, halitosis and um, weird teeth. Thank you. So... What I'm gathering from your mouth is that you don't floss. Uh, no, no, I floss. Regularly? Uh, 
Yes. Look, okay, it's bad and that's that. However, I can make you good as new. Let me just grab a couple of dental instruments here and we'll get cracking. Now, where is my cavity bassoon? My goodness, I've never seen stuff like that. Oh, here in West Arkansas, the only tinkering items I'm used to, seeing that is, are hammers and sickles. What was that? More like, what is that? Is that a teeny circular saw that's going to fix my bad mouth? Oh, yeah. Is it all right if I dig in? Why, certainly, sir. And you should know, I'm very excited to not only experience your miraculous process firsthand, but to thereafter witness the delightful results and... Oh! Oh, oh my God! Oh, pain! Oh, I could never foresee this! This is horrible! Oh. Stay still now, fella! Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! Get me out of here! Somebody Sir, you aren't strapped in, but nevertheless, hold oh, still. Get me out! Get me out! Come on, then. I don't want this. Nice and easy. I never want this. Please. I'll tell you where I'm buried on my gold. Still I'll now. Easy, girl. Easy. Whoa there! Whoa there! Oh my! Goodness me! My God! Okay, almost done here! What a twist, huh? Weren't you excited about the dentist? I know I was. Don't you feel betrayed now? I sure do. Do I enjoy answering my own questions? Of course. I wish I would ask myself more things like this. Perhaps I can. What if we turn our attention now to the bureaucracy of this town and see if anything can ever be resolved again? What if we have a venture into the mayorship of sleepy little West Arkansas? Order, order, people who wake up by the power vested in me by the Norse gods of West Arkansas, I, Penelope Whitehall, mayor of West Arkansas as well as team lead of the town book club, call this week's meeting to order. We will be commencing our discussion of L. Squirm, a non-fiction autobiographical history of the European 2.5-centimeter worm, the much less aggressive cousin of the American inchworm. Now, this is a practically wordless picture book, so I assume everybody's gotten through the thing. Well, I got through most of it. Uh, yeah, I also didn't quite finish it. What? What are you people talking about? It's 20 pages long. I taught the town of West Arkansas to read three whole years ago. You should be able to handle this sort of thing. Sorry, Sorry Miss Penelope Whitehall. Furthermore, why are all of you keeping your lips so close together? I can barely understand what anyone's saying. Didn't I ban dip two years ago around the same time I brought advanced irrigation systems to the fields? It's not dip, Miss Mayor Penelope Whitehall. Then what is it? Is something else in your mouths? Potty? Perhaps? Mm -hmm. 
have absolutely no idea if that was a yes or a no. Just open your mouths, you dolts. Oh, my sweet lord. Is it as bad as we good gotta fearin' folks are good and gotta fearin'? What are you going on about? That looks amazing. Why, your teeth look so pearl-like and white. Hardly dare call them teeth anymore. Why, why, I'd call that a pearly white. Who did this to all you people? Well, you know that new dentist that everyone's been talking about for the last few weeks? Yes. Him. He's a miracle worker. He's a terror. That man causes nothing but pain, Mayor Penelope Whitehall. He's a real Cub Scout gone rogue, that one. He's like a murderer. But worse, because at least in death there's respite. Honestly, it would be better if he just killed you on the operating chair, but he just won't do it, even if you ask nicely. Listen up, you suckers. I say we show them what a couple of determined suckers in West Arkansas can do. How about we go to that devil man's house with a big rope in hand? Knock on his door. When, when he don't answer, knock said door down. Drag him out by his calf. Ties him to the tallest peach tree in town by the neck. And hangs him there till he's good and dry and dead. Then we make him into novelty jerky, sell that jerky, and make this town richer than oil could ever make it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on just a second, everyone. Mayor Penelope Whitehall, with my 10-gallon scalp topper pressed against my palpitating bosom, can I ask for your blessing in this hanging? After all, we can't go out and end a dentist's life if the mayor says no. Well, he did a great job on your teeth. Look, I'm supposed to act on a certain logical and ethical doctrine, but as mayor, I suppose there is nothing more important to me than your votes. So, heck, if this gets me elected for another term, then get out there and have a good time. You best wash yourself, P. What? Who? A mysterious stranger dressed entirely in black, only now dramatically revealed with the fleeing of the book club. Those folks are going to have a real typhoon out there. The strange man proceeds to give a dire, eerie, and largely vague warning. I'll be specific if that's what you're after. Ain't no rope in this whole wide world that's gonna do away with a dentist. There's only one way to do that. He suggests the people of West Arkansas in all their collective might are still no match for the talented tooth doctor. If a rope can't kill the dentist, what can? A silver bullet. Or a stake in the heart. But that will usually take years. Arteries won't get clogged in a day, you know. I'm Ben Helsing, dentist hunter. It's a pleasure to meet you. Mayor Penelope Whitehall. Ah, I thought you were a third person. You know where this dentist character lives? Well, 
I believe he's moved in on top of a hill a little outside of town in a massive, grim-looking castle. It doesn't have any plumbing or electricity, and it's pretty rat-infested, so I think he got a relatively good deal. I'm not quite seeing it through his window. Hold on a second. Usually when lightning strikes, the castle takes on his ghostly visage. Oh yeah, that's dentist all right. And it'll be us sucking his blood tonight. What? Ah, curse you, West Arkansas, you tinsel town of unimaginable distance. To think I can even stand living here, considering I'm just about to begin my six-mile total and uphill both ways trek to our only grocery store. I could just click my tongue in disdain. Ah. Ah! Ah! The pain! I bit my tongue, which turned to stone from not being washed thoroughly after swearing. I've absolutely shattered my second bicuspid, leaving the entirety of my nerve exposed. Oh no! The pain causes me to curl up on the dirt like an infant. So I shall die, cradle to grave. What is that my little dentist ears here? My little... Dentist's nose smells. My little dentist's finger feels with a little dentist spit on its tip to feel the odontaglia on the wind. A tooth emergency. Vivu, 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 vivu. Ma'am, is everything all right? Now I bit my tongue and now I'm dying. Dear God, most people wouldn't survive that kind of shock to the system. You're lucky you're still kicking. And not just because you landed on this bushel of four-leaf clovers, but because like any dentist worth their salt, I carry all my equipment around with me at all times. Help me! If you had any dollars in your bottom, you could bet them all on me doing just that. Now hold still. We're going to have to extract the tooth now. Say, ah! As in? Ah, the pain would be fine. Ah! Here we go, Zinwinkle. Hold still, it's working. Just a little more. This is so much worse, I wish I had died. I can't hear you over this buzzsaw. Okay, just got to whiten up the rest of these because they're yellow, which I will also use the buzzsaw for. And done. Good as new. You are healed of this ailment and your years of dental neglect as well. Another innocent victim of premature tooth decay saved. Who, me? Oh my god, and the dentist we're looking for is tackling a lady right next to the ice cream man we were also looking for to keep ourselves energized for this murderous march. Murderous march? But it's September. Hold on. Is that why they were all sold out of pitchforks and torches at the hardware store? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Well, I don't have a pitchfork, but I can maybe use this buzzsaw to help you. And uh, who are you murdering, town? You! You!
Oh man, oh god, oh man, oh god, oh man, oh god, oh man! I better get out of here! Quick, after him! If he makes it to his castle and closes the drawbridge behind him, we're toast! There's no way we'll be able to penetrate the fortress walls! Damn the power of enamel! And for all we know, he's got months of supplies stocked away in preparation for a siege! Go, go, go! Oh man, oh god, oh man, got to get back to the castle before these crazy people do me in. Dental intern! Bam! Open the drawbridge and then close it promptly! There's a mob out to kill me! Bleh! Looks like I'm safe. Let's take a peep through this peeping hole and see how the mob's doing against my defenses. Oh my goodness, the mold of fluoride! It's filled with creatures of some kind! Green wearing scrubs! Oh no, crocodile dentists! Oh, oh god, one chomped down on my leg with his perfect teeth! Oh no, remember me! Changing my name! God, I bought crocodiles for that moat. They'll hate me even more. God, if I could just go back in time, the first thing I would do would be to give me a big old kiss on the lips. Um, then I'd kill baby Hitler, obviously. Well, in turn, it looks like we're safe for the time being. Hopefully we have enough fluoride to last us a couple of months. Who knows? Maybe in that time we'll figure out a way to escape. Uh, what do you think? Intern? Intern? Golly, if I turn around and I find out you've run off someplace and I've been talking to myself this whole time, I'll be really... <gasps> what? The town mayor and an accomplice holding a gun to Intern's head? Unfortunately, I only have silver bullets. So I can't kill your assistant, Rosenfinkel, but I will restrain him for the time being. By order of me, Penelope Whitehall, I place you under arrest, Gareth Rosenwinkel. Can you even do that? You're not a cop. Unfortunately for you, Rosenwinkel, it doesn't matter. I don't know if you've noticed that I'm barefoot and wearing a white robe and black belt. Egads! You've declared martial law! That's right! So that means I can and I will arrest you, you bloodsucking devial! And if I can't arrest you, I'll karate you to death! Okay, well, I suppose I don't have much recourse here. All right. Well, I was never much of a fighter. I suppose I'll, um, let you take me away, and down the line, perhaps, uh, we can come to some sort of understanding. You heard the perp, Helsing? Nab him! Nab him? I got a better idea. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, I was supposed to retire in Nantucket! Ah! Uh. So that's it then, Pop-Pop? The dentist was killed and the town was free? Oh no, Sonny. 
For twas the dentist who got the last and shiniest laugh. <sighs> Killing him, said the townsfolk, for he sure. Alas, he beset a curse upon the whole of the land. Over the years, after his righteous murder, every mouth in West Arkansas became filled with infection after infection. <laughs> abscess after abscess. And every tooth fell out. And if it wouldn't fall out of its own accord, toaster on a string. So that's how you lost all your teeth, Gramps? Rightio. And that's why they call me Gramps, even though I'm only your father and also 32 years of age. Tell me another story, Gramps. <laughs> no, no, Sonny. No more avoiding your spankings by getting me to spin another long yarn. You stole a pie from Miss Nickleby's windowsill before twas done ghouling, and now you must pay the ultimate price. Oh, Gramps, I wish you'd just untie me and tell me some more tall tales. No can do. <laughs> no can do. Oh, you're such a card, Gramps. <laughs> <laughs> Gramps? Gramps? Who's gonna untie me? Hello? Somebody? Is anybody there? Tune in next week for the next in our series entitled Tales from a Grandpa, where a grandpa tells the story of another story to a little boy who in the end learns the true meaning of stories is their distractive power. Good night and pleasant beatings. <laughs>